Hi, and welcome to Forest of the Future, the podcast series on how innovation in FSC can help save our forests. We all know that forests play a key role in combating climate change and the biodiversity crisis that we're facing. In this series, we will explore how innovation, especially within tech tools, but also more broadly, can help us protect our forests and support the mission of FSC, which is to ensure responsible management of our forests worldwide. In this episode, we will be looking into how FSC is working to standardize the way information is captured from audit reports. The aim is to make the data more useful to both ourselves and to all of our stakeholders. We will be asking Joanna Nevorovska and Sean Chen, who are working on the project. Both of them have been working with FSC on the ground and have had the joy of creating FSC standards before joining the Data Evaluations, Analytics and Learnings Program, or DALE, as we call it internally, in 2019. We will start by hearing from Joanna, who's the Program Manager for DALE and the Deputy Director of FSC's Technology and Information Unit. Here's Joanna. Can you tell us a little bit about the background for FM Online and, and why it's needed? Of course, with pleasure. So um, for those of you listening to us that don't know about that, um, certification process, according to FST standard, involves our independent certification bodies, auditors, going to the field, checking whether our standards are implemented correctly or not, and then they are writing a report about that. This report includes various information, including quantitative and qualitative data. And this is based for FSC to assess our performance, to really, really know what is happening in those certified forests on the ground. The problem, however, or challenge for us at the moment is that this report is written in Word, reviewed internally, and then turned to um, cut um, from information that are sensitive, turned to PDF, and then sent attached to our database. So in order for us to actually access this data and this knowledge, we need to open manually those PDFs or develop another technology that could read them automatically and condense this data somehow and enable this data to be analyzed, which for any of you who has any experience in basic Excel, you can imagine how difficult it, it, that, that is. So essentially, although we do have this knowledge stored in those reports, we cannot properly access it. And we cannot utilize this data in assessing our performance, learning from our system. So this is what we want to change with FM Online. FM Online is essentially its background is to change those PDFs into one uniform template where data entered by auditor can be directly transferred and stored in our database. So we skip all the manual opening PDFs. We skip even creating them at the first place. What is also important that I did not mention is yet another challenge that FSC, that, uh, FSC will tackle with FM Online. So today with those PDF reports, um, every certification body is having their own version of the template. They're using their own units that are relevant for a specific region or a country. So even if we do open all of those PDFs, even if we do put them in one database, we need to spend a lot of time dealing with inconsistencies, inaccuracies, different ways of storing or entering this data and so on. And what we hope uh, for from FM Online is basically unleash literally the power of information that we already have that are collected by certification bodies. Mm -hmm. 
So what what you're basically saying is that once we move everything to a uniform format, we will have much better accessibility to to the data that lies in this these reports. And what what can we imagine that we do with that data? So, for example, a very typical um, element of report that is uh, very often interesting for various stakeholders and for us is in which cases our certificate holders do not uh, fully comply with our standard. And why is it important? It's not only to say, oh, the certificate holders are doing something wrong. But this is um, when you are not complying with the standard, you have certain timeline to improve, to Mm. correct this incompliance. And knowing this, this uh, activities, those corrections are telling us indirectly that this is what FST is changing on the ground. This is indirectly our performance, and then we can interpret it further into impact. Because that's improvement that FST is supposedly implementing in the ground. Mm-hmm. So this is why if we knew patterns of those non-conformities, as we call them, we can then realize that perhaps in one region continuously for, for many years, the health and safety requirements uh, um, and measures were improving over time. And that's our impact. On the other hand, we may also discover some inconsistencies with the different certification bodies treating different requirements in a different way. So, for example, if we have two CBs in a country, the standard for a country is the same. But in one CB, we see the pattern that they usually issue those nonconformities on environmental requirements, yet another CB is not expressing the same pattern, although they are working in the same region. But this other CB uh, may focus on nonconformities related to social aspects, to health and safety. That should raise a question, why is that? Mm-hmm. Is it because they have different expertise? Is it because they are la- one is lacking social and another is lacking environmental exper- expertise? What should we do about it as a system to ensure that all certificate holders are treated equally? And also to help CBs to learn from their own experience. Uh, the fact that our current reports are inaccessible and very inconsistent also poses challenges for them because they cannot learn from colleagues, from peers. They cannot uh, support consistency in exchanging those information. Mm-hmm. That sounds like it all is, might also be an opportunity for FSE to create smarter standards. Absolutely. That's actually my biggest excitement about FM Online, because now it's already exciting that, wow, finally, we are delivering tool that, that will allow us to access uh, data about the current system as it is now. But if we imagine that through those changes, we, we motivate further changes in the evaluation standards to find better ways of using technology or just better methods for certification bodies to, uh, to assess conformance, to use more quantitative data, how can we then grow in our analytical capacity? So that's that's this next step uh, that that comes after developing a good tool. This next step that also involves better requirements, more relevant to the ground, is actually the most exciting for me in the whole project. Mm-hmm. So basically, that what the way that that would work would that be that that we could use the aggregated data and say, well, there's a lot of non-conformities on this particular requirement, and and then give that back to the standard setting group and say, there's a lot of non-conformities here. 
you might want to look at this particular requirement and see whether you could change the wording or give better guidance or somehow ensure that it's easier to live up to on the ground. Is that how it should be understood? Absolutely, yes. Feeding back the performance data to standard setting. That's very much the essence of all monitoring and evaluation that we in our unit are um, are implementing. Mm -hmm. But who would have access to this data once it gets so, into the platform? So um, there are different types of data in the report that certification body is preparing and those access rights will differ depending on the type data that is in there. However, on average, for a for, for very um, regular stakeholder that today is accessing this PDF summary reports on uh, our public database, infofst.org, uh, for this regular user, they will have access practically to the same type of data as they have today. It will be just different format, much more dynamic way of presenting those reports. We will not aim for creating more PDFs, but rather we would go for creating interactive dashboards, for example where stakeholders could pick up the interesting period, region, specific certificate holder, and could potentially see the patterns and, uh, and uh, relevant data from certification uh, reports on graphics rather than just struggling reading PDF one by one. Very, very interesting. Um, <clears throat> maybe let me add to that, Loa, uh, the, the really big and important change for FSC that this new system will bring is more access to data because today we are having, uh, as well as uh, any other regular stakeholder, access to public summary plus some numerical data that are entered into our current database. In this new system, we will get access to the full report which is much more consistent, would allow us to, to manage this data much better. Uh, confidential information, business sensitive information is still not required. Uh, certificate holders and certification bodies have the full right and disclosure to, to limit access to such a data to protect it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's basically it's the same data that we would essentially have uh, have access to today. It's just in a format that we can read and actually utilize. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And with change, with hopefully with change of the requirements for evaluations, we would hope that this future uh, processes that will set those future requirements will change them towards more quantitative, more relevant to the, to the current situation on the ground. Our standard that now tells us how evaluation should be done and what should be in the report is quite old. Mm -hmm. uh, so therefore, we um, start revision of the standard this year to adapt it to the reality. And that will, of course, affect future version of FM Online, which will have to be then adapted to this new version mm -hmm. of the standard. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how do you see FM Online tying into other FSC projects that is going on at the moment? Oh, it ties so much. So uh, starting um, FM Online is in very core of our system. So this is why, because it ties to forest management audits and we are about certifying forests. So uh, we will have insights uh, to those standard setting processes, as you already outlined. So it potentially ties with every standard setting process or revision after, in this particular region that, uh, that we will be looking at reports at. Then uh, it ties very much in several bigger projects that we have in our program of data analytics, evaluation and learning. So I will start from GIS verification platform, which is our, at the moment, the most priority project in the program. Uh, GIS verification platform is about introducing completely new way 
of evaluating or supporting evaluation of forest that is certified. So uh, today, auditor goes to the forest, uh, they access information uh, being in the, on the ground in the field with certificate holder. Uh, they cannot prepare much, they cannot see much in advance unless they have special arrangements with certificate holder, unless they know the certificate holder already. So GIS verification platform is delivering remote tools, aired observation, satellite imaginary, to look at the certified area from the air and prepare for an audit to see where the changes happened and try to interpret why, so that auditor is equipped with knowledge. Auditor knows where to look, what to ask about uh, going to the, um, uh, to the premises. And of course, because uh, this GIS verification platform is a tool for an audit, it obviously ties to FM Online. So we already explore possible integration mechanisms. Uh, if we would be ambitious enough and require our certificate holders to provide us boundary data of the certified forests, uh, this transmission um, process should be tied to an audit as well that the best actually moment in time where we would be updating such a boundaries would be an audit. So therefore, mm -hmm. FM Online will tie with, uh, with GIS verification platform. We'll also tie it in a way that even today we require coordinates. So we need to store them in relevant format. We need to integrate those two tools in order to work with this data. Another one that is very promising and will be, I believe, personally very fundamental for FSC is database of our requirements. This is, I would say, it's my baby project uh, <laughs> that, I, that hasn't started yet. Uh, the project uh, aims on um, extracting uh, requirements, single clauses from all our standards and putting them in a database that will enable querying them, uh, retrieving certain requirements in, uh, uh, in real time very quickly without the need to open every single PDF standard and then search whether we have something about HCVs or whether we have something about health and safety in this or that standard. And uh, how it ties to FM Online. So FM Online, the, the critical part of it is checking compliance with our standard. And in every country, we have slightly different version of our requirements. Why is that? Because our standards, our mother international standard that is called principles and criteria is adapted. It's localized uh, to, to various uh, regional and national conditions. So there will be different numbers of requirements. There will be different contents of requirements uh, uh, comparing with this international frame, if I may say so. And today, because we don't have any database of these requirements, FM Online cannot really um, go to the level of this national requirements. So, so the compliance, the template is prepared so that it captures the high level international standard. This is, of course, um, according to our, uh, to, to, to our practice, to how CVs are doing this today. But in the future, let's imagine that auditor going to the field with FM Online template could make observations as per um, all the indicators, all the requirements that are very relevant to this national standards. We could then compare much better uh, this uh, conformance with standards because we would be not sort of aggregating this data 
mm-hmm. at the time of the entry to the template, but we would have really the core the, and the very detailed observations for every single national requirements. Mm-hmm. What's, what would be the hard part about making that a reality? Well, um, I think the, the hard part is creating this database of standards itself. It sounds very exciting. It's very logical. However, considering how complex our requirements are, how much interconnected are they, um, in how many different ways they are created and formulated, it is actually a huge challenge, something that we should not by, by no means underestimate. So if we get this right, we the, the rest of the doors should be open for us. But this mm-hmm. part will be, we need to be very careful uh, and act uh, really in a very logical, structured way in order to, to test how far we can go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you already touched upon what makes you excited about FM Online, but if you think back as a former staff member from the ground of implementing forest standards on the ground, uh, what are the challenges that you would be most proud of having solved with this project? Uh, I would point to two, consistency and transparency. And this is speaking from the perspective of a um, pure employee to certificate holder, FSC staff, also having some experience witnessing FM audits. This report that is today created is sort of very distant from the ground. It doesn't, it's it's not widely communicated among those who are actually contributing to it. And I don't know exactly, we could point to many reasons for that because it's long, because it's circulated with, uh, within certification body reviewers, because it involves some confidential information, but it's distance. And um, to access this information um, broadly, I think we need this standardized approach. We need one template that everybody understands in the same way. You don't need to spend half an hour just to familiarize yourself with what is this in this report. How is it written? Oh, the date is here. All the nonconformities are explained in this way. Something like context switch. You cannot meaningfully compare two things if you need to figure out first all the um, all the covers that they have before you get to the core. So I think that's I, I is my hope that uh, that it will uh, improve. Um, and then uh, while you make this data accessible, more user friendly, easier to understand, you are gaining awareness. You are gaining more support indirectly for all that we are doing in FSC. So I know that it sounds maybe very epic, but I would say that this indirectly contributes to sustainability. The easier you understand something, the easier we can access something, the more positive or can you be about it because it's clear, because there is no uncertainty, there is no anxiety, what what this means, what this means for me, what this means for the system, etc. You can just read it objectively and analyze. and also, I, I also touched upon the fact that even for certification bodies, the fact that those reports are different uh, poses a challenges because they cannot learn, they, they cannot access easily the, the past report data. With FM Online, you would be able to download past entries to the template, so sort of pre-fill it in order for you to make it easier to work with it. And this learning, this easiness of operating with the tool, I think it's very important um, also for consistency and uh, as a result of that for transparency in the system. So data is 21st century language. 
And basically, my big hope is that, yes, we finally make this data visible and can use them. Okay, so Joanna gave us a good strategic overview of why it's so important for FSC to get better data input from a forest level and what that can mean to how we measure our impact better and create smarter standards. Let's dive a little bit deeper into FM Online and the system being set up. I've gotten a hold of Sean Shen, who's the project lead for FM Online. Because this series was interviewed during the COVID-19 lockdown, you will be hearing Sean's beautiful young child in the background every once in a while in this interview. I personally find it charming and I hope you will too. I started out the interview by asking Sean to explain quite detailed how FM Online will work, not just in theory, but in practice. How will the FN Online work like from a technical perspective? What are you developing right now? Um, technically, we have uh, Dynamics as the infrastructure and the uh, word template. So uh, every auditor will work on the FM Online template, which means that uh, uh, the traditional way of report writing remains the same. What we do is just uh, give a possibility to transform the template to a database. There is no additional burden, no installation of software, no additional accounts, but just to uh, get the data from the template. Okay, so did auditors used to work with the template before? Um, this template is designed especially from FSC. So every certification body, they have their own template, but uh, now FSC is providing a common template that uh, will have a consistent uh, data schema regarding what is the right uh, unit to be using the report? What is the correct terminology and nomenclature in terms of pesticide and uh, and the word species? Mm, okay. And what happens then if an auditor can't work online if they're in a remote forest, for example? Yeah, that's a good question. So uh, um, our solution uh, is fundamentally based on offline. So we do not uh, expect every auditor to work online, to log into a website. But uh, if an auditor is doing evaluation in the remote forest without internet access, he or she can uh, use their word template as a carrier to uh, draft a report and uh, put data inside. And later on, this report will be handled uh, by the certification body to transfer to our database. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's sort of, forgive me if I'm wrong here, but I'm just thinking, is it sort of like when I'm logged into my Office 365 and I'm working on a document and that document then synchronizes with a SharePoint server? Is it the same kind of mechanism that happens here that you're logged in through credentials and that then communicates with a database in the FSC end? Um, this is a good uh uh, analogy, but uh, actually it works differently. Um, to connect to the SharePoint, this is something like a software as a solution. But uh, in uh, for our template, it's always working offline, which can be stored on the local desktop. But when you want to transfer data or fetching data, that's the time that we get a connection to our database. Mm, okay, so you click a button and then it synchronizes. Exactly. Okay. And does that mean that FSC will have access to more information than we used to have before? Uh, no, I would say the, the, the information would be the same, the same according to our long requirements. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it gives more accessibility, more possibility, capacity regarding how do we aggregate and analyze data. About the language barrier, how many languages? Because right now uh, auditors write their report in a local language uh, and then the public summary in English. How will we? How will that be handled in the new system? Um, we have tested the feasibility in Microsoft Dynamics regarding the multi-language support. So um, theoretically, um, Microsoft Dynamics can support all kinds of languages around the world by using the same coding uh, standard. Um, the really challenge is regarding how do we translate our template accordingly. Um, and uh, I think what we can do is, is to prioritize the uh, translation. And uh, one additional feature of our solution is regarding using the uh, machine translation. So uh, once a report is uploaded and uh, there is should be a function to uh, click a button which uh, generates the targeting language. So it can be from local language to English or from English to a local language. And then uh, uh, the solution will provide the um, interactive forms to update, proofread the uh, translated uh, text by machine. Mm, interesting, interesting solution. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at it from a stakeholder perspective, what benefits will it bring to certificate holders and stakeholders that the, that you're doing this project? So uh, this project will uh, enhance the transparency. So uh, for general stakeholders, there will be uh, more accessibility to data, especially regarding the FM, uh, force management units, force management products. And uh, for uh, a certificate, the FM online template will reduce the workload with uh, certification body and certificate holders by streamlining the, the report and the data processing steps. Okay. So how will that, how will it increase transparency? Can you dive a bit more into that? Um, so uh, currently FSE has the system for public summary, which means that uh, we have uh, archived every uh, report summaries in a PDF file. And uh, this is uh, unstructured data, which means that uh, stakeholders can evaluate uh, only based on particular stakeholder. And with FM Online, we have transformed, we will transform the uh, unstructured data to structured databases which means that it allows to analyze between stakeholders, between CPs among countries, which allows to aggregate data, which allows us to get uh, summarized information, for example, the total certified products and the total certified products sold as FSC with FSC claim. Mm, okay, so what you're saying is that before all of the all of the data that we had on forest management unit was in separate PDFs, uh, and therefore to to access that you would have to open each PDF and look at it individually. Whereas in the new system, we will start having that information accessible online, maybe um, for stakeholders to look into to the data across in an aggregated form across different certificate holders, if, for example, on a country level. Is that how I should understand it? Yes, that understanding is correct. And uh, that's exactly the solution is aiming to do. Okay. So will all of this data become publicly available? 
Um, not everything, but uh, as a requirement, uh, FAC will provide uh, a certain level of transparency regarding the public summary reports. So uh, there are many requirements regarding the data production. So uh, not all the, the whole part of audit report will be public available, but uh, the uh, most important uh, will be available online. Okay. So the same information that's available today in public summa summaries is the same information that will still be available? That's the same information. Okay. But the upside then, if I understand you correctly, is that that information will have a new form, which much easier to analyze on it, to look at it across different uh, certificate holders on a regional country level, et cetera, and on a product level. Yes. That's correct. Hmm. Very interesting. What's the timeline for this project? Um, we are expecting to finalize a solution within this year and uh, fully rolling out the project from 2021 onwards. Okay. And it will be mandatory for CBs to use it? In the future, this template will be mandatory. What's, what's the reaction so far by certification bodies? Are they happy to do this project or are they, are they uh, resisting it? Um, so uh, we uh, have held uh, one public webinar uh, last year. And uh, because our solution is uh, technically feasible and user-friendly, uh, which means that uh, 95 of the participants indicated that they will support to use a common template. Um, and uh, of course, uh, we will also accommodate uh, different requirements. If uh, CB will have an online system already in place, that we will also take into consideration and to see how do we catering the uh, needs of uh, transferring data instead of using our solution. Mm, okay, so they can potentially use their existing system and if they just collect the same information in the same schema that we're using. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So it, I find this project very exciting. What gets you excited about this project? I'm uh, excited to, to design, to conceive the idea, convene the idea of common report templates with uh, uh, Microsoft Word adding, so which is uh, does not tremendously changed the way of how report is write, re written and reviewed today, but uh, uh, that will only uh, streamline the process, alleviate the workload from CBs, uh, reduce the unnecessary duplicated process of data entry plus report writing. So uh, I'm excited that this project is beneficial to everybody. Thank you very much, Sean, for taking the time to explain to us this very exciting project that you're working on. Wow, that was some project we just got to dive into. I hope this last half an hour has given you a glimpse of the journey that we're on to make our audit data more useful. In the next episodes, we will be taking a closer look at what FSC is doing with blockchain, and we will look into how FSC is using forensic sciences to take due diligence to a completely new level. If you want to get in touch with us or follow our work, I encourage that you join our LinkedIn group. It's called FSC Digital Innovation, and it's open for everyone. You can always also get in touch with me on digitalinput at fsc.org. I'm Laura Worm, and this was Forest for the Future.